0: We look at what they're currently using to process their payments, and I go over everything. I analyze the numbers, and I say, this is how much I can save you per month. And the numbers, depending on the type of business, is astronomical. And we don't just stop there, right? We're so much more than just payments. Hello, and welcome to the Ecom Ops Podcast. We believe that there is more than enough content focused on e commerce marketing and not enough content celebrating the real heroes of e commerce, those running the operation. Each week, we find and interview an e commerce operations expert to share the secrets behind how some of this industry's most exciting businesses are run. And now, your host, Norbert Strapler, the CEO of Sync Spider.
1: Hello and welcome to another EcomOps podcast. Today, I'm talking to Carla from Phoenix Payment Processing. Hello, Carla. Great to meet you.
0: Hey, Norbert. Thank you for having me. It's great to meet you as well. Yeah.
1: Happy to have you here. Carla, tell us a bit about yourself and what is Phoenix Payment Processing doing?
0: Okay. So a little about me. I was a US military veteran and i spent a lot of my time doing that and i got out and worked for some of the top global payments companies in the world and decided you know what i think there's a little better way to do things so i created phoenix pay Pros to help business owners all, all across the world cut their costs save more money and increase their bottom line
1: oh wow that's cool that's really impressive you've been a helicopter pilot <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. And and now into payments. This is really as a very stunning career, absolutely. So, what what are you doing actually with with Phoenix payment processing? What how is it helping companies?
0: So, we're helping companies of all sizes and what we're doing is we're going in and giving them kind of like a financial health assessment. We look at what they're currently using to process their payments and i go over everything i analyze the numbers and i say this is how much i can save you per month in the numbers depending on the type of business is astronomical and we don't just stop there right we we're so much more than just payments we're helping people or business owners with payroll we're helping them set up another entity doing tax stuff it is pretty much an all-inclusive merchant solution. And it doesn't matter if your business is offline or online. We can help pretty much anybody.
1: That's cool. So you have a lot of e-commerce store owners on your file?
0: We do. Yep.
1: And do they implement you like any other payment processor? Or are you just working with different payment processors and bring things together?
0: Yep. So I'm like the broker, right? I work with my preferred vendors that, and what you know, being e-commerce, there's only a certain handful of payment processors that you can use to do a certain number of things. And what we do is look at the rate, take that rate, cut it in half for these companies. And I broker pretty much the deal between the business owner and the the bank saying, no, this person or this business owner is going to pay this much and we implement it, you know, and it's, as you know, it's a simple, sometimes API key on the back end and you're good to go. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sometimes it's simple and sometimes it's a pain in the yeah. ass. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you don't integrate, then you got to get Zapier and you got to do all these workarounds and it's like, ah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a hard thing to handle. Absolutely. I mean, how, how do you do this? Are you, are you getting in touch with the vendors? Are you getting in touch with the payment processors? And then you are, as you said, the man in the middle and you're just trying to get the numbers down. Don't they do it themselves? Don't they ask for better rates?
0: Well, sometimes business owners don't know that they can do that. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And so what I do is actually I cut out the middleman and I work directly with them. So when you come to me and you say, Hey, I have this online business. I have this e-commerce business. Is there anything that you can do to lower my rate? So I'm not paying like $3,000 a month just to accept credit cards. And I say, absolutely. So let's find what the best solution is for you. What do you need? Because sometimes it's kind of all over the place. If it's not just a shopping cart and they need other things like subscription and membership, Then I find out what that business owner needs right now. And I find out what they want to do to scale their business because business owners aren't happy just being in one spot, right? We want to grow, we want to scale, we want to keep doing stuff. And so, what I do is I listen to the business owner and I say, okay, I have a good solution for you. This is what we're going to use, and this is how we're going to implement it. And then we get you set up with a real merchant account. So, Mm -hmm. a lot of times, when you're starting an online business, we just go with what we know, right? The Stripe, Square, PayPal, that is what we know. That's what we go with because it integrates and it takes everything from all over the world. And the easiest solution sometimes isn't the best solution because no matter how quickly you can set it up with one of those three, it's even faster to get shut down if for some reason they think they're you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. So we... We assure that the business owner has a real merchant account through the bank in that they're already, you know, we look at the risk management side of the house, we look at the fraud side of the house, and we do the best that we can do for them. And that's, a, we're helping a ton of businesses globally.
1: <laughs> I believe that. And I've seen it quite often already in the past that um, if something goes wrong, especially for a stripe, they just shut you down.
0: Yep. No yep. reason.
1: <laughs> no, no reason. Yeah. That is something you made wrong. Okay. Yeah. But there is literally no warning. It's just shut down. And you need to do a lot of things to come back if you even come back. And I think this is really something that a lot of vendors do not consider that it can hit them very hard at some point in the future. Fraud management is so important, in my opinion. It is an optional feature in Stripe, as far as I remember. And a lot of vendors simply do not turn it on because it's an extra cost. And uh, I think it's so important. Are you familiar with customers that, that had the problem to be shut down or had a lot of fraud?
0: Yes. We deal with them, and it's mostly online customers or just card not present. So it could mm-hmm. be a coaching business, you know, and you have international customers. And I worked for one of the top companies, <laughs> so I understand how they do things. And every time they shut you down, they'll say it's suspicious activity. You try to get a hold of somebody and find out why. They're not going to tell you. They're just going to say a suspicious activity, and you don't have access to your money. So I have worked with a lot of people that they are they set it up. It happened to them. So we got them set up correctly. And honestly, it's just a matter of time, like mm-hmm. you said, It's just a matter of time before you get shut down for some reason, and then good luck trying to get that back. And that impacts not only your customers, but it impacts the business owner as well. Now you don't have access to your money until they do some kind of investigation and everything's frozen. It's yep. kind of ridiculous.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like when, when Amazon shuts you down, then you always have <laughs> also a lot, a lot to do. <laughs> um,
0: yes, exactly.
1: What what could be the pros and cons to look at when it comes to payment processors?
0: Honestly, I would trust but verify. That's my biggest thing, right? This industry is so competitive. And people will tell you what they want up what you want to hear up front. If you have to sign a contract. I would just be very weary of that because I don't do contracts. People can come to me, use me for however long that they want for processing. And then if they decide to leave, that's fine. We could still be friends. No big deal. But I would warn people, look at the fine print. Is like We all know that it's easy to set up the three things that you need for for e-commerce, for an e-commerce business. That's really simple. But look at the after effects, right? Maybe you want to set it up right now and then really think about your merchant account because it that's your bloodline to your business. And if you're not taking care of that, you're not going to get paid. And then you're not going to be able to either pay your vendors, pay your bills or anything else. And so I think a lot of the time, business owners just kind of breeze through that and put a lot of more emphasis on the product that they're selling or whatever their business is to, to sell instead of looking at how, if that line from the consumer to the business owner and that payment piece gets interrupted, your business is like dead in the water. Mm. There's nothing happening. And then you're scrambling to try to fix it. So yeah, just don't put yourself in that situation.
1: (laughs) I hear hear going. (laughs) Um, we, we live in a challenging time. So one of the main issues in e-commerce and, and also in, in other businesses and, and offline businesses um, that we face today is, is um, that it's hard to increase the, the revenue without raising the prices. Even worse, we, we have less and less revenue because of all the crises appearing around. What do you suggest to your customers to, to get out of this?
0: yeah honestly, I would say do a financial health assessment. I do them at no cost to business owners because I want to show them where they're currently at and where I can take them and for example, if you're doing like a hundred thousand a month in an e commerce business and you're paying let's say three thousand just to accept credit cards, what if I can either eliminate that completely or cut it in half? Now I just saved you instead of paying thirty six thousand a year in you're paying maybe 15,000 or nothing at all to accept those credit cards. What could you do with that money? You could reinvest it into your business. Maybe you don't have to lay somebody off right now and they lose their job. It's more money in your pocket. You just increased your bottom line without really having to do anything and it cost you what? A merchant statement in, you know, a couple minutes talking to me <laughs> to see where you're at and how you can save more money.
1: That's cool. Um, how do you earn money?
0: So yeah, the million dollar question, right? Carla, how do you get paid? <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you save me money. That's cool. Yeah. I, I love it. But how do you earn the money then? What, where does your, the your costs?
0: So I earn a micro percentage on every transaction. That is how I get paid. So I'm more about the volume, right? Because the more volume that my customers do and my clients do, then the more that I make. So I just get a teeny little micro percentage on every transaction.
1: That's a nice, nice fee, actually. Yeah? yeah, you you save money and you still uh, have something to share with the credit card companies. That's that's cool. How can e-commerce businesses take control over over its payment processes? I mean, they are so bound in any system. How can they really get control? Let's say about chargebacks and all these kind of things that happen. How to deal with that?
0: So most of the time, business owners won't fight chargebacks, and you can and yeah. when you go with a different when you go with different companies you sometimes you're kind of limited so what we do is we ensure that we will fight for you every step of the way with when it comes to chargebacks and we will help you fight that battle kind of like with the bank and we'll be with you we do fraud protection we don't charge extra for it everything is all inclusive your PCI and DSS that's all taken care of your tier 1 level 2 3 risk is all taken care of. Everything is included. And we really, I'm kind of your advocate. So if you're my client, you know, and there's something that comes up, you contact me and I say, okay, don't worry. Let me handle this for you. And if I need you there, then I'll have you there. But you're a busy business owner. You got stuff to do. You have things going on. And it's my job to take care of you as my customer and my client. And let me tell you, (laughs) as a business owner, it is really nice being able to say, I got this problem. Can you go take care of it for me? (laughs) And then you know, it's going to be done and it's going to be done correctly.
1: (laughs) I know how much work it is to file the chargeback. So this is something that actually happens to literally everyone that has an online business, sooner or later, you will have and see chargebacks. You open a business, you run a store, you believe everyone is a nice guy and and <laughs> and there is no problem. There are so many fake accounts, so many fake business arts around. And and it's it happens very fast when you have a chargeback on your table. And I know how much work it is to fight against the chargeback. You need to Prove everything. And it's often no problem to prove that you have delivered or to prove that you did the service that was charged for. This is not a problem, but to find the documents, load them up, uh, um, write some letters and additional forms that are required to fight against the chargeback. And, and then you still need to wait for the approval of the bank. And this is something where I say, yeah, it's cool to have someone that helps you going through all that.
0: Yeah, Uh, it is.
1: (laughs) Carla, how long do you need to process a chargeback typically? Half an hour?
0: Oh, yeah, right. (laughs) Um, It it just, you know what? It depends. And it's, so it's dependent on the bank, right? Yeah. And how it- Exactly. Yeah. So I'm limited. I can get things done quickly and efficiently, but I'm limited on my dependency on other people to do their job as quickly and as efficiently as I do mine. So
1: I understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk a bit about automation. What role do automation play in in your business? Is it important, or um, do you can you do a lot of automation?
0: When I'm setting up clients and customers, I don't do a lot of automation for this one because I want to be there every step of the way with my clients. But once the processing is happening, like on your end, everything is automated. So you don't really have to do anything. It's business as usual. And my job is to set you up correctly. And then I'm there every step of the way with you as questions arise as you want to move forward or you want to scale. You have access to me and my team the entire time. So in this particular business, I don't have a whole lot of automation. It just, it's not really necessary at mm-hmm. this point. Okay.
1: What I hear often in e-commerce especially, and I don't know if it's the same case in the U.S. than it is in the European Union, but what, what I'm told from from business owners is that for the accounting part, um, it's it's often hard to align the payments of the payment service providers to the actual dedicated invoices so that you're really on track with which money they paid because they're summarizing a lot of different um over over the weeks or days. And they put together as one amount on your bank account. And then the accountants need to align every single transaction from that big amount to single small invoices. Do you know that problem in the US as well?
0: Yes, it's a huge problem. And so if you're doing most of your stuff through invoicing, we actually have an automated solution that will break everything down line by line by line in your invoicing and completely automate the whole process. So all you do, awesome. and it, it will reconcile the books at the end of everything. So in its each line item. So you don't even have to go in there and say, oh, this one was paid and you know, go through all that stuff. It is completely automatic. It's probably one of the coolest automation systems that I've ever seen. And I'm awesome. like, I wish I did invoicing just so I could use it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it's cool. This is really something uh what I hear a lot from from other store owners. And I, I see that this could be really uh very, very helpful, um, especially when you do accounting. Tell me a bit. About your experience with e-commerce. What, what do you think are the biggest mistakes that currently e-commerce store owners do?
0: Honestly, I think the biggest mistakes is using one of the top three providers. <laughs> if you can use an external payment provider, I would. It's just, you know, hands down. But also, so I'm building a whole nother business, right? So I'm actually going through this process of this whole e-commerce myself as a consumer, as a business owner. And it's like, what do you choose? right? There's so many different options out there, so many different platforms that can do pretty much all the same thing or one piece is missing. And I think it becomes overwhelming. So I've taken it actually upon myself to do a lot of trial and error. So when I have e-commerce clients come to me and say... I need this or I need that. Now I know which one is the best solution for them because I put myself through it just so I could say, you know what? I can work with this one. It's fantastic. And it's going to streamline everything. And one of the biggest inhibitors, to be honest, when it comes to e-commerce is the checkout process. Yep. If you have to go Go get your credit card or fill in a whole dissertation of information. You're going to have people abandon their carts and you're not going to go through that because nobody has time for it. So if you can embed your checkout process and have it so it is like a one, two, three, boom, you're done. Streamline it. Then you're going to get more business. You're going to see a lot more conversion.
1: Best shopping cart experience. Which system?
0: Oh, I can't be biased. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, I am a huge fan of Sam Cart.
1: I love it. Mm -hmm. Yep.
0: I love it. They really have upped their game. They really have leveled up what they can do. And that's probably one of my favorites.
1: Cool. Thank you very much. Last question for the day Who has taught you the most about payment processing in your career?
0: Oh, man. I would have to say my mentors. They had the ability to take me out of the corporate side of the house, you know, doing all of this and really launch my business. And they have taught me so many ins and outs and intricacies that I didn't know. And I'm continuously learning from them. You know, if you are a business owner and you don't have a mentor or a coach helping you get to the next level, then you're doing it wrong. You have to keep going. You have to surround yourself with people who are 10, 20 years down the road and get all the knowledge that they have and start building it yourself. So I would have to say I owe everything to my mentors.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much, Carla. And one question I still have, do you still fly helicopters? I do. (laughs) Awesome. That's awesome. Awesome. Uh, Yeah. Thanks so much. It was really a pleasure. And I learned that uh, you can do something against high payment processor bills, which is great. A lot of e-commerce store owners don't know about that, that they can talk to their payment processors and see to lower the costs. And to have someone in between that really manages that could be very beneficial, especially also for the entire handling when it comes to fraud protection when it comes to chargebacks or all these kind of things that can happen. Um, Yeah, check out Phoenix Payment Processors and see what Carla can do for you. Thank you very much. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and uh, listen for the next episode. See you soon. Bye-bye.
0: And that's it for this episode of the Ecom Ops Podcast. If you enjoyed listening and would like us to find and interview more e-commerce operations experts, please search for Ecom Ops Podcast in your favorite podcast listening app. And then subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time.